Welcome to Expresso Crime, a podcast all about crimes, short enough to listen to while you enjoy your cup of coffee. Hello, hello. Today is episode 14 of Expresso Crime, and it is a two-part episode. The first with uh, the killer clown, also known as John Wayne Gacy, and the second is true crime or fiction with Ollie Werby Guest. So, let's get started. John Wayne Gacy, also known as the killer clown and was an American sex offender and serial killer. With his conviction of 33 murders, he has committed the most homicides in U.S. legal history. Gacy was born March 17, 1942 and was close to his mother and two sisters, but had a difficult relationship with his father. His father was an alcoholic who was physically abusive to his wife and children. One of Gacy's earliest memories is being beaten with a leather belt by his father. Despite being physically abused by his father, he still loved him, but felt he was never enough in his father's eyes. In 1949, after being told that Gacy was fondling a young girl, his father beat him. Later that year, a family friend would molest Gacy in his truck, but Gacy didn't tell his father as he was afraid he would be blamed and beat. In the 1960s, his father bought him a car, keeping the title in his name until Gacy paid it off. Additionally, he would keep the keys until Gacy did as he was told. Later that year, he drove to Vegas and started working at a morgue. He only worked there for three months, but while working there, he slept on a cot and at once also he got into a coffin of a teenage boy. After doing this, he phoned his mom and asked to come back home. When he was back home, he regularly performed at children's hospitals and charity events as Pogo the Clown or Patches the Clown. In 1964, he got married and a couple years later, in August of 1967, he assaulted a 15-year-old boy. Over the next few months, he would continue to assault teens. One year later, he pled guilty to assaulting the 15-year-old boy and was sentenced to 10 years. During this time, he was di- got divorced, and while sentenced to 10 years, he only served 18 months. In 1972, he married again and murdered his first victim. By 1975, he murdered twice more and murdered at least 30 more following his divorce in 1976. In 1978, he was arrested, and in 1980, he was sentenced to death. All murders took place inside his home. He would lure his victims in and would, and would put handcuffs on them on the pretext of doing a magic trick. Once lured in, he would rape, torture, and then kill them. He would often keep the bodies under his bed for up to 24 hours before burying them. 26 victims were buried in the crawl space of his home. Three others were buried on the property, and four were discarded into the river. When on death row, he spent a lot of time painting, and it was executed on May 10, 1994. That wraps up the timeline and background of John Wayne Gacy, now on to true crime or fiction with Ollie. True crime or fiction number one. From the early morning of June 25, 2003, Tessa, a news reporter, woke up with a bad hangover and a foggy memory. Beside her was Justin, a retired police officer. When she woke up, she quickly started the coffee maker and jumped in the shower. She tried to remember the night before, but couldn't recall much. She remembered only having a glass of wine at dinner with Justin, but nothing beyond that. Tessa 
started to get ready and find her things. She noticed a few cigarettes and a few empty bottles of wine. After making a little unattended noise, she wondered how Justin wasn't up and out of the bedroom yet. Before grabbing her purse and leaving, she went in to say bye and came to the quick realization that Justin was dead. She called 911 and a few hours later found herself being questioned by the police. Over the next few days, she continued to be questioned as she couldn't put any of the pieces of their night together. She let the police know that the one thing she could remember was that they left the restaurant to go to Je Justin's townhouse because he told her he had something super important to tell her, though that he didn't want any others overhearing. Additionally, she told the police that Justin did have cancer and was told he only had a few left weeks left. The police disregarded this and continued on with the questioning and waiting for the toxicology report to come back. When the toxicology report came back, it showed that Justin had been poisoned. With this new info, the police were able to search Tessa's apartment where they found a storage unit key and upon finding the storage unit key, going to the storage unit, they found vials of poison. At this point, the police believed Tessa was a killer, but Tessa still had no memories of the night. True crime or fiction? Sounds a little bit like fiction to me. Yes, you're right. Yes. Okay, your turn. Well, it's part of a book I'm reading, but I've not gotten far enough to actually know <laughs> what happened. <laughs> okay. So, my, my story's not as long as in, in depth as yours. Okay. <clears throat> so, picture this. Winter lots of snow and like a little farmhouse um, so basically there's this family living in the farmhouse and they uh, one day in the snow they saw a bunch of footprints in the snow leading like in in towards the houses and from the farm but there was no footprints going out and they thought it was weird but they searched everywhere and they couldn't find anyone um, so they just about their business um, and then a few days later they ended up being killed in their own home and it turns out the perpetrators were staying in the house the whole time is this true crime this is true is this in germany i don't know is this 1922 and know. this is my true crime or fiction story did you steal mine? I didn't mean to. How have we? <laughs> so that's a second and third stories because that was literally going to be my true crime. Not, not crazy in depth only because it was so long ago and it's still fairly unsolved. This one here. There's a kid who's coming, uh, coming back from a party.
so so he crashed the dish right um, called his dad um, and apparently he's, he said he saw some lights and then he was like oh leave um, to his dad and the call finished and then that was the last thing to this day no one knows what happened to him and his dad was went out searching for him obviously but there was nobody no belongings no car or anything he just, vanished just did. true crime that one is true crazy that would be I think so horrible to get a phone call and then too late I've got another one for you okay so fill your one so, um, uh, the body of an undercover reporter was found, um, and I guess she was working on, um, doing, she was doing some sort of investigation into, into a gang, um, and so eventually they kind of figure out who like to talk to, etc. Um, and it was just some random businessman who had reported his car stolen. Um, getting back to it actually. Long, long story short, he was, in, he was actually working with the gang. He was paying them off because his son was in prison. And uh, he was trying to pay them to um, stop his uh, son getting beaten up in prison. Where there were lots of that gang. How do you know? I don't know. Anything with like, not that gangs aren't real and the paying off and everything, but it just, it feels like a movie. Well, it's not a movie, it's a TV show. You interpret TV shows slash movies. Anyways, that wraps up True Crime or Fiction. Is someone going to win this game at some point? Because no one's been tricked yet. And I have, we've not actually, I don't have a tally, so I hope... Well, I've got more points because I've had more goes. Okay. No, you've got more points because you have more goes. You, um, you didn't even have the second one for me to have a go at, so I've automatically got that one. Okay, that you one had true. that. So I got the point. Good job, game point. I can't believe out of the literal millions of crime stories, we picked the exact same one. You must go on the same website as me. You must have gone on the same website as me because I was done that earlier. Well, it was an interesting story. It is. Felt like it could have been fiction. It could be. Okay, that wraps it this week of True Crime or Fiction. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.